Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It is 8.03 here on this Monday, and it's been busy because uh, the finance minister, of course, out touring his budget. And the Trudeau government is banking on the dream of home ownership that it'll be key to keeping them in the king- kingdom. And and on the surface, I mean, the home buying plan uh, for millennials, it, it it's neato. Um, but you got to read the fine print. You have to read the fine print. And guess what? There is no fine print on this shared equity plan because it looked. And the finance minister himself was asked, where are the details? How does this all work? And he hasn't done those yet. They're working on it, he said. Details will come out after the election. Well, how neat. How do you announce a policy like this with zero details, zero research, cost-benefit analysis, numbers, anything, nah, something. I mean, the government is offering to pay a portion of mortgages of first-time buyers, uh, but they don't know how it's going to work. They just want you to believe. But if if this fantasy plan of theirs works, they could own up to 10% of equity in your home. You will have a much smaller, not much, but you'll have a smaller mortgage payment but you'll be sharing your house with the government. How does that sound? Talk about buyer beware. Let's bring in, and I've been looking for a reaction on this story all day, and and, I, and by and by, it's pretty much the same. It's like, huh? Lou Berkowitz, of course, global news uh, real estate expert. He joins us now. And uh, Lou, they always say that the devil's always in the details. So I ask you this, do the, the details or lack thereof in this plan scare you? Well, I think that you've nailed it. Uh, there is a lack thereof. We're not going to see any details coming out on this uh, budget, at least on the real estate sector of the, the components of the real estate side until sometime in September. So a lot of sizzle uh, going on, but we don't really know what's, uh, what's going to be in the detail. I mean, on the surface, I think a lot of people, certainly parents wanting to help their kids might think, okay, fantastic, you finally get this chance. But to me, the lack of detail, I would never want uh, to be signing on to something like this with the government, given that they've actually not come up with any plan as to how it would work. I'd be very, very skeptical of how this could work, but I may be wrong. Well, what you're referring to, I think, is the is that uh, that ten percent for new home and five percent um, shared equity, as as they called it. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah. So I think even that word "shared equity" with the government <laughs> kind of scares me a little bit. But like, really, we're going to be business partners. So what happens? I guess one of the questions we've been you know floating around the office is, uh, what happens if the price of the or the value of the property goes down? Yeah. What happens if it goes up a lot? You know, what's the detail going to be that if it goes up then exponentially over that, uh, whatever they're loaned, uh, they're going to have to pay back X percentage. Like, uh, we don't know. We, right. we, it, could, it could be zero. I, I don't know. We're speculating. So that's what I mean. This is a, it, there's not a lot here for people to bite into at the moment. It's, um, 
it's just so uh, you know um it's 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 nice but there's really not much to bite into there's not much to bite into but the the Trudeau government is um laying their 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 future on this this is their plank that they're going to run on in the coming election and they're banking on people biting into this and what they'll be biting into is a completely uh detail free plan that i think uh, a lot of experts like yourself are going to say yeah th- this is great but almost impossible to deliver i mean can it uh, be done the way that we know of as of now, even with this lack of detail? Is there a way that the government can help? And this goes against everything, I believe, because I don't like the government touching anything of mine. But in a fantasy world, is there a way that the government can do this and, and it actually makes sense? Well, not this particular plan, because giving money to someone interest-free doesn't reduce their debt. It just gives them money that interest-free for a period of time that they will have to give back. So there, there are some flaws just generally with how this is considered. And not only that, but this particular um, this particular plan, I think, is only going to serve a very small percentage of the population in smaller areas. Right. Because we looked at the numbers of how much basically a property would, would max out at. There is a cap for how much you, you can buy. And it's uh, somewhere around the $480,000 range. And in $480,000 in the city of Toronto or in Vancouver, it's not going to get you much. Well, it'll get you a driveway. Well, yes, it'll get you a driveway. And then you'll have to buy, a, you have to pay for the parking pad. But I mean, you're right. I mean, in, 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 in maybe outside of uh, Paris or, uh, you know, Tilsonburg or something, you could buy a pretty good house. But you're not buying anything in a, in a, not even in Hamilton, you couldn't get a, I mean, their prices are going up too. No, exactly. So that's, that's why we're looking at this is not really that much. It's not that great of an, of a, of a, of a helpful tool for first time buyers. And, and as you said, they're banking on both really from the from millennials now if you want to bring people into the housing market you know at the beginning there have like we've talked about some ways within our office and, and mortgage brokers and specialists within the business and i you know I, I put it to a lot of them what would you do what would you do and one of the things that they said that they would do in fact was to lower or not to lower but to increase the amortization period mm-hmm. For any loans, any mortgages that are less than 20%, which are the CMHC non-conventional mortgages. So in other words, you have a first-time buyer. They have 10% down. Right now, they are only allowed to amortize that mortgage over a 25-year period. If that person was putting down 20%, they would be able to amortize that for 30 years. Now, that's a big difference, taking an extra five years to pay down the mortgage. They didn't do that, right. and I think that would have been extremely helpful, but they didn't do it. Right, so. but, but the other area they could go in, and the one area I've been pushing is get rid of the land transfer tax. I mean, in Toronto, we pay it for the city of Toronto and the province, but one way, yeah. it's a huge amount of money for a first-time buyer, for any kind of buyer trying to get into the market, having to give this chunk of tax, which I don't even know what it pays for, but that in itself for a first-time buyer would be a huge amount of money that you could just keep and put in your house. Well, in fairness, on that one, there are some um, rebates. They're not; it's not a freebie, but there are some rebates to first-time buyers when for land transfer tax up to certain amounts, and in some cases, uh, municipally, they're exempt up to a certain amount. So there are some, but obviously, it's not enough. There are some, you know, uh, incentives there, but there's still not enough to do that. Uh, the other thing that I found out that. Um, came out of this as well, which I think is going to be a little bit helpful, is the fact that the RSP contribution towards down payment has gone from 25000 to 35000 And I think that's helpful. 
Well, when have you ever met a millennial with $35,000? Even I don't have that much money in my RSP, and I'm old. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. However, it is is something that's there. And the the other parts to that that's uh, been perhaps overlooked by some folks is that that uh, portion, that $35,000, only applies to first-time buyers up until this budget. It's changed now. Yeah. So if you happen to have been in a, in a relationship situation where you owned with a partner and you're no longer a first-time buyer because now you're separated and you want to buy a different property, you are not able to use your RSP dollars mm. because you were no longer a first-time buyer. You had bought in a previous relationship, but now they are allowing that. So people coming out of a relationship, lifestyle change, will be allowed to have that little uh, thing on their favor as if, as if they were a first-time buyer. So that's that's in there as well. It was kind of hidden, but it was in there. And those are it. Overall, I don't think very impactful. I certainly don't think it's going to help millennials trying to buy in the city of Toronto. No, I mean, the, the win liberals uh, tried to cool the market, um, which they managed to do quite successfully. And, and, and at the federal level, they brought in a stress test to, to kind of cool things off. Um, but every time the government mucks around in, in the private market, they seem to screw things up. And so this is, does this have a ripple effect for real estate agents now that the government has said they're going to do this? Are we going to all of a sudden see the market kind of creep up again? No, I don't think so. Just because of the fact that there's not that much to bite into here. So even when all the details start to come out, mm-hmm. it's not going to have enough of an impact on the market to actually change the market. Whereas the stress test actually did have a yeah. substantial uh, 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 effect on the market, but and interesting how you interesting how you how you phrase it though. They introduced the government introduced yeah. that stress test to cool the market. It didn't cool the market; it stopped the market. Yeah. And so the effect they were, you know, there was a perception on their part that they would cool things down gently, where in fact they put up a big wall and halted the market for some time until the market kind of figured itself out and then you know came came back a little bit. But uh, this particular initiatives or these initiatives that have been put forth on this particular uh, government um, budget, I don't think are going to have a very big effect at all. The term buyer beware takes on new meaning with this announcement. Uh, (laughs) Devil's always in the details. Very, very much so. And the city of Toronto continues to be challenged because we simply are just facing with supply and demand issues. I always come back to that. We have so many people moving here into the city of Toronto. We cannot build things fast enough. And even when we are building them, the costs of building are so high. And not only that, a little thing that taps into a lot of people are not aware of is why, why, you know, they're saying, why don't we build more? Why don't we build more? Where a lot of the developers are being hijacked by municipalities to pay additional development fees. So the municipalities are dipping in on a, on a municipal level into these condominiums that you see being built in Toronto, for instance. And developers are screaming because the costs are going high. And guess who has to bear those costs? It's yep. the buyer. So these units that at one time, I'll give you an example, in Yorkville, for instance, you can buy units that are selling at around 1100 to $1,200 a square foot. And that's high, but that is the Yorkville area. Now, those are resales. If you're looking to buy a new unit, they're going to be around $1,600 because it costs so much more to build it today than it did back then. And this is a challenge of building more and more and more. It, it doesn't make it cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. In fact, it just makes it more expensive. 
Yeah, funny that. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we'll stay tuned and see uh, where this uh, goes. But my my spidey senses tells me it'll be uh, completely poked apart by the end of the week. But I thank you for joining us. My pleasure, as always. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, that is Lou Berkowitz joining us here uh, to discuss the housing plan that has no plan or fine print or details. But it'll be really awesome. This is Global News Radio.